Woo. Jacob, yeah. happy new year. Happy new year. This is definitely New Year's Day. Yep. It's the first day of the new year. Congratulations. Actually, I'm sorry. It's January 2nd. <sighs> Shucks. Shucks. We were just one day late. One we? day late. Uh, definitely only the one day. Uh, well, anyway, it's 2022, yep. which is kind it's crazy to me that we're it's already 2022 Man. obviously you know well, beating a dead horse everyone says that every year but specifically this time around for me this is the craziest i felt at first i didn't agree with you but now i do because i realized 2020 was a milestone in and of itself yeah like it's a weird thing to not be in the 2010s anymore exactly and now it's already we're already in a fifth of the way through it exactly almost you know when this year's like over. i just so vividly remember 2020 starting and like just a, like a couple weeks after it started, Kobe died. And then, you know, a couple months after that, COVID started. Pondemy. We started the podcast in 2020. Yes. That's also why it feels weird because obviously it hasn't been two years. It was the end of 2020. But right. still, 2021, all of it happened already. How'd that happen? Um, well, I'll say this. 2021 for me was long but short. There were things at the beginning of the year. I'm like, that could have happened in 2020. 18 if you told me i would have believed mm-hmm. you but it felt like such a long time and then the end of the year i'm telling you it just slips right by you like it's the, so fast the last half the last five months of 2021 were just so nightmarish for me that yeah. i mean i was just so glad it was over <laughs> i honestly couldn't tell you whether i think that went by quickly or slowly i just know that i hated every second of it that's kind of how i felt about 2020 now that i'm reflecting back on it like it was such a nightmare yeah the end of 2021 was abysmal for me only because of school like no like existential crises happened outside <laughs> of school <laughs> well i had one so we'll like talk I, about that later like I, guess. I like i wasn't having like you know relationships breaking or like you know there wasn't a lot of like death happening around me or like my health didn't fall off personally it was just school and i was going through my crisis of am i dropping out <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Did we talk about that on the podcast? Uh, I think we mentioned maybe briefly that I was having a weird relationship with my schooling. I think it's been like six months since we had a bit episode, so I mean, it's kind of hard it's to remember. It's been a bit. I Short version for any of those listening who care. All of this past fall semester, the fall of 2021, I, I had three classes. I'm fully in the master's program now for mechanical engineering. And I, and I, woohoo, yeah, go me. (laughs) And I had three classes, and two of them took up like literally like 65 hours of my week was just working on those two classes with a buddy of mine and trying to get the projects and tests done. And I passed those classes with good grades. Um, But the third one, all we had was a midterm and a final for our grades. And he gave us practice problems, but I never had time to do them because of the other two classes. And I got like a 74 on the midterm. And the only reason I got a 74 was because I got a 66. And then he gave us a point for every day that he was late on the grading, which was eight days. So then I got a 74. Jeez. And then the, the, it came around to finals. <clears throat> and I was like, I knew there was no way I was going to pass that final. It just was not going to happen no matter what. Uh, so I had to drop that class. And I'll take it again at some point. Um and the dropping thing was a whole other thing because then the woman emailed me and was like, oh, I didn't see your email about dropping it. Now you don't have it dropped. You might just fail it and then tried to blame it on me where she had just admitted in the email that she didn't see it. It's a whole thing. I was upset. Anyway, I had to drop a class and I thought about just dropping the program altogether. 
and I had told my family about it. I was nervous about telling my family about it, especially my mom and my uncle. And they were really supportive. They were like, you know, do whatever you need to do. Like your emotional health and mental health has obviously been declining as you've told us. So do whatever you need to. And I was like, cool. That's really supportive. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then like a week later, I was back in Gainesville after Thanksgiving break. That's when I had told them that that was where my mind was going. I was back in Gainesville and my mom texted me and she was like, hey, how have the classes been going since, you know, you know, you told us what you blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, they're good. I most likely what I'm going to do is drop the one class and just work really hard on these other two, which is what I end up doing. And then she texted me back and she said, well, you know, you'd have less stress if you just dropped all of it. And like she was like too supportive of me dropping out almost. And I was like, mom, I know that I would have less stress if I dropped out completely. But that's not the answer always. <laughs> like I know that like I would obviously have less stress if I just got rid of all my responsibilities because by definition, of course, I'd be less stressed. But And she was like, OK, we'll think about it. <laughs> I was like, wow. sure, I'll think about dropping out completely. All that to say, the last half of 2021 was just a nightmarish blur for me. But altogether, how we got here this quickly, I don't really understand. Which, you know, again, beating a dead horse. Everyone says that at the beginning of every year. Yeah. But this year specifically has hit me pretty hard that it came this quickly. Yeah, it's it's been insane. And watching you go through that was really rough for me because I really had no idea how to help you. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, remember that I was like, I'm going to save Kyle. But like, I, I just, yeah, I, that's my, my inner Jacob just being like, I got to help. I got to do something. And like, I, I would be, you know, I mean, I'm glad I talked about it with people because most of the time, especially because like, I've, I don't think that I've ever quit anything like of my own volition. I can't so think like, of anything you've ever quit. Having my brain being like, I need to quit. Or at least like even just quit this one class. I was like, mm, I shouldn't tell anybody about that, though, because that makes me a worse person than I was if I hadn't quit because yeah. I'm a quitter now. So maybe I'll just bottle this up and maybe quit, but then not tell anyone I quit. And when people ask, I won't lie, but I won't tell them that I passed <laughs> either. I'll just be like, eh, I got through it. <laughs> which isn't a lie because i got through it by getting rid of it <laughs> but then i talked about it with people and you know you know everyone was supportive of whatever i needed to do so it was nice to talk about it but my brain the whole time was like don't tell anyone you're a worse person now mm. don't tell anyone yeah that's not true but, but i don't uh, need therapy no, we, <laughs> I I really do plan on going to therapy once I have like a job and the means really? to go to therapy like you know whether I think I need it or not we've talked about it before I think everyone could benefit from therapy whether they think they need it or not I, I I am fully aware that I definitely need therapy but whether I yeah. at this point in my life I just I, I mean I don't have the ability to do that no, but me neither when the time comes I think I'll definitely Right now, make this, that a part of my enough. life. Just this is you. enough. That's this is why we started the podcast, guys. We both had this subconscious telling us that we needed that we needed to express our emotions, but also in such a way where other people could also hear it, so yep. that they could also give us feedback. Because both of us are not smart enough to be the only person giving the other <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Bingo bongo. That's that's, I... that's why we do this. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we are a little late. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. We'll actually just kind of make this whole episode about why we're late. 
Uh, Pretty much. Making excuses about why we're late. I mean, not excuses. They're actually valid. They're excuses to you. They're reasons to us. Yeah, but exactly. They're, that's a good way to look at it. They're excuses to the audience, but to us, they're actually reasons. Exactly. Um, so let's start off with something that you wanted to bring up. or Not bring up, but you know, you, something you had while we were on a break from the podcast that you wanted to bring into the podcast. I'm, I'm interested to see what this is. These, uh, yes. So I went to... On the 1st of the 4th of January, I went to this conference called Life Impact, which I'll get into that later. But, you know, it's this Christian conference that uh, we always have. And we had a bunch of speakers and each speaker that we had come, uh, one of our guys from the BCM named Kurt got up there and said, OK, I'm going to ask you some questions. It's called the Colbert Questionnaire. It's like the set of questions that Colbert always asks his guests or at least some of them. Oh, so this is Stephen Colbert. Yeah, oh. to try like he he always asks at least some of these to get like you know a better understanding of who this person is, and they're very they're funny they're they're, they're funny they're not really existential at all they're just like mm -hmm. you know questions. The last one's kind of existential. Okay, and it really makes you think. But I'm gonna ask Jacob these questions. Cool, and you guys can get a better feel for who Jacob is because the last thirty three episodes haven't been enough. <laughs> Are you also going to answer the questions like would you give like what your answer would be in a short? Sure, I can. Okay, I can. That's I haven't really, but since I mean I haven't thought about them, but obviously you haven't either because you don't know the questions. Right. So, Only yeah, fair. I'll answer them as well. Okay. So, first question, mm -hmm. simple and basic. What is the best sandwich? The best sandwich. What is the best sandwich? Um, I am going to admit that I am not the biggest sandwich guy. However you define sandwich, subs could count. I, I'm going to go out of the realm of cooked sandwiches, such as roast beef, Philly mm -hmm. cheesesteak, burgers. And I'm going to stick to cold sandwiches, PB&J subs. Okay. Like, I would count, I would count like a pork sandwich. Because it's easy to be like, okay, you know, a freaking Philly cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. But to me, that's like... It's not a sandwich. It's a monster. That's like, true. But I would count something like a pulled pork sandwich. Pulled pork? I would count that. That's probably That's not my answer, there. but I would count that. Pulled as pork a is up there. To use. Um, screw ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, all that garbage. Yeah, they're good. Um, Italian subs are garbage. Um, I love a good grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is very good. I love bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. I do love a good breakfast. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Good breakfast sandwich. That's my favorite. It's hard because the one again, I eat. I am not a sandwich guy. Right. I do not like sandwiches. Like cold cuts, I don't like. I mean, if I do, I like something spicy. So like maybe something with like um, some uh, bulgogi. Wasabi and cayenne pepper. <laughs> just just but, like, California but, you know, peppers. Bulgogi and like pepper jack cheese and like maybe some like, I don't know, some kind of marinated or marinated pickled peppers on top of it. Sure. But like. I am not a big sandwich guy. I like a Philly cheesesteak, but I, again, I don't feel like that really counts. It's like a, it's right. like a freaking abomination. More than <laughs> it's not a freaking sandwich. I, I will say bacon, egg, and cheese is probably my favorite. I think that's a good answer. The one I eat the most is obviously a PB&J. I love yeah. a good PB&J. I've grown to like it again. But like sandwiches are easy, so especially being in college, whenever I just like, you know, I'm studying and want lunch, I make a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I do love a good breakfast sandwich because... I love PB&J. It's certainly my favorite sandwich to just, like, eat at lunch. Yeah. Because I love jelly. It's simple. And I love peanut butter. But, like, a good breakfast sandwich? Like, bacon? There's this sandwich that my mom and my sister are really good at making. It's, like, ham, egg, and cheese and, like, 
like they keep the egg a little bit runny mm-hmm. and I'm like well, yeah. that's probably my favorite sandwich. I don't have it a lot. Bacon, egg, and cheese with sourdough is probably my favorite. But like a good breakfast, ham, egg, and cheese, and whatever else you feel like throwing in there. You know, if you're a ketchup person and you're gross, put that in there. Yeah, no, hot sauce, but whatever. All right. Okay, that's a good question. What's the one thing you own that you really should throw out? That's question number two. Hmm. That's an interesting question. I have a couple things, only because... My mom is a hoarder, like by all definitions of the word, and she will deny it tooth and nail and be like, I only keep the things that I need or that I think that I might need later or that you might need when you have your own children. So she has like all of the toys that we used when we were two years old that are dusty and probably don't work anymore and are like two sticks glued together Hmm. or something, but she'll keep everything. And I say that to say I got a little bit of her hoarder genes. So sometimes I end up keeping things that I think I might need down the road that I'll probably never need. Like I have three PS4 controllers, two of which are very broken because they just I, I keep getting bad ones whenever I buy new ones. I should just throw the other two away. Yeah. But what if the one I have currently breaks beyond what the other two are broken? I should throw those away. And just deal with it when the time comes. This is a but hard question for me because I do not own a lot of things um, that I don't use every day. Right. Um, probably some clothes. There yeah. are some clothes that are really old that I've had like since like 2018 that I could probably mm-hmm. use to throw away. Um, and I went through a lot of my clothes before I left Crestview like in 2020 and threw mm-hmm. a lot of clothes away, donated them. And even still, there are some now that are way past their, you know. They're prime. If yeah, you will. I've worn them out. I have this some clothes, some T-shirts. Probably. Yeah, I have this pair of black Vans that after I went to Germany in 2019, they were like beat up by the end of that trip because it was like the only shoes I brought, mm. and they were a little small. So like after Germany, I literally haven't worn them since, and they are still in my closet. Wow. Just, just in case I ever need like black flats for something, I've never needed them, and I have new ones now, <laughs> and I still haven't thrown those old ones well, away. I have um. Those two pairs of black Adidas that I wear basically every day if I'm mm-hmm. ever going outside, like just to like walk around, like to go shopping, they're super comfortable. They're great, great shoes. I've got like six pairs of Vans in the closet that are nice, stylish shoes. They are horrible to wear, like now that the I've, slip-ons, yeah, like yeah. that. I, well, they're not slip-ons. They have shoelaces, some of them, and they have different designs. I like the designs that the Vans normally puts out, and mm-hmm. I, li- I like the way they look. Um, but I never wear Vans anymore if I'm going out because I'm like, oh, I have these comfortable Adidas. They're right. super nice, and they look nice with everything I wear. They're black. They go with everything. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll ever wear those Vans again. Like it's, <laughs> um, I mean, maybe I will, but we'll or see. like even my old computer. Like I bought the new one. Oh, you still last have that old year. one? I had the old one under my bed because like. I don't know. It still technically got some of my files on it. And what if this one breaks? Do I get a new one or do I just go back to the old one for how, like, you know, like my brain is always like that. It's like I could use this later if something happens with what I have now. But that old one is still just under my bed. I could just throw it out. So funny thing. Uh, I had something like this happen to me recently. Um, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I like having it like in case of emergency. And I don't like make a whole pot of coffee. I like the Keurig just because it makes one cup of coffee at a time. And I really enjoy that, that innovation that we've come up with in the last like five or six years or whatever, how long mm-hmm. the Keurig has been in a thing. And so I didn't buy one. I got donated one from my parents and 
it kind of just lived underneath the cabinet for a while because I didn't want to break it out and use it. And then they gave me another one, and I put that one on the countertop right. and started using it. And I was just like over winter break. I was cleaning out the cabinets, everything. I was just kind of you know, like throwing stuff away and purging stuff out of the cabinets, like old spices and stuff like that. And I went down there, and that carry was down there, and it looked newer than the one I had on the, the counter that I was using. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just break this one out. So I put that old one, older one, down by the trash can, put the new one up there, filled it up with water, and I was going to make myself a cup of coffee. I turned it on. And it starts pouring out water out of the sides all over the countertop. And I was like, that one was broken the entire time. And I was about to throw, I was about to walk it out to the dump. I was like, I'll do it later. And like, I'm so glad I didn't throw the good one away because that old one was broken. Yeah, see, that's what my brain does just in long term. Like, what if this breaks and I could just use this other one that technically is still kind of fine, but is kind of broken, you know? Yeah. Like, I just have that hoarder mindset to where these things I could throw out because I have a new version of it now, but I don't. I definitely do not have that mindset. At least on, with most things. My clothes, because I don't go shopping that often, I don't right. want to ever throw those away until I get like a bunch of new clothes. I think I really only have that that mindset when it comes to technology or clothes. Hmm. Like, you know, if like we bought a new silverware set or something because you have some crappy one, like I'll throw that crappy set out immediately. Yeah. I don't care. Or like, you know, stuff like that. But when it comes to really just shoes like shirts like whatever if a shirt is bad i'll throw it out or if i haven't worn it in a while i'll donate it to something but when it comes to technology mostly i i have a really tough time just throwing stuff out because you know things break and maybe i'll need it as a backup at some point Hmm. my mind is always like that that was a bad question you think so yeah i didn't like that question well, it sucks to suck. I mean, there's more, obviously. So there are plenty more. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are going to be really fast, like this one. What is the scariest animal? Animal? Um, probably grizzly grizzly bear, 100. percent Um, grizzly bear or orca? Um, yeah, easy. Yeah, I think. I mean, sharks are scary. They're Not cute. To me. They're cute, and they don't like they don't attack just you know out of nowhere, but like just as a concept. Sharks are kind of scary. All animals have a fear thing to them. Like, I, I am a little afraid of most animals. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Like, it, like it's... I mean, I... Because d- they... Whether they want to eat you or not is one thing, but they will always defend themselves right. most of the time, unless, mm-hmm. they, unless they just want to flee. Um, but, like, orcas are, like disgustingly like murderous they're just vicious and yeah grizzly bears are, there's no way to get out of a grizzly bear i think maybe attack. the scariest animal is whatever's at the bottom of the ocean that we don't <laughs> you know who, whatever terry is whatever terry is, whoever yeah. he is uh i'm skipping this question because that's lame okay um have you ever asked someone for their autograph um as a joke definitely um just like running up to your friends yes. that you haven't seen in a while. Or like, yeah, oh my god, can or, I have your autograph? Or a theater thing. Like I've, I've asked right. for that. Um, ask for them somewhere for their autograph. I don't I, think so. No. I have Chris Tomlin's autograph because when we went to his concert years ago, we had backstage passes for it. So I met him and I have his autograph. I don't think I technically asked for it though. He was just kind of he just kind of like had a marker in hand. He was like, "Hey, give me your ticket," and then he signed it because it was like a big old paper ticket, you know. So I don't think I technically asked for it. So I don't think I've asked for anyone's autograph either. Are autographs antiquated now? 
I'm sure they still sell for money, but like, well, do people now, still autograph things? No, now they're NFTs. You know, you sell. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Do you remember last year when we talked about NFTs? We're like, this is never gonna freaking matter. <laughs> it still uh, doesn't. It still doesn't. But it, only it, to it, the idiots. But it's yeah. If you're an idiot, I'm sorry, but <laughs> sorry to offend you, idiots. <laughs> yeah. No offense, but you're freaking stupid. <laughs> um, what do you think happens when we die? This is a bit existential. This one is existential. I forgot this one was in here. Um, I don't think anything happens when we die anymore. Hmm. I don't. I think we die and perish. Um, maybe if we're extra bad, we get reincarnated as like, you know. Whatever you're most scared of. No, you get reincarnated as the prey of the thing you're most scared of. But I mean, like in your case, like what if you were just like you just were a roach? Wouldn't that right. just be the worst case for you? Because it doesn't. There's no prey of that. No. What do roaches eat? Um, probably poop. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. That. Um, they subsist off of like you could be they... reincarnated as poop. <laughs> well, like you know, poop is one thing. Like poop would be like like if you could be reincarnated as like the like what's the worst thing you could think of to be reincarnated as like something small and like defenseless like a rabbit or like you like know a slug or a slug or like you know like that would suck absolute mm. poopy um <laughs> uh but i do not think anything happens after we die <coughs> not anymore um i mean i do <coughs> oh my god that laugh i was drinking water as i was still laughing <laughs> i got water like in my lungs um yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think there's a heaven and a hell and, you know, obviously I've talked about my Christian beliefs on here. So I think that, you know, if Jesus is your savior, there's heaven. If not, there's a hell, you know, the basic Christian stuff. That's what I believe. <coughs> uh, your favorite action movie. We're talking action or we're talking superhero movie. Is that the same thing? I, I mean, most superhero movies are going to qualify into the action. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, if you could it, hear my muttering. Yeah, I mean, af after this long, it's hard to just think of action movies that just aren't in the MCU. Yeah. Like, just things like, you know. Mission Impossible. Yeah, or James like Bond. Olympus Has Fallen or like stuff like no, that. All that's like, garbage. I'm sorry. It is. I, I do not like any of that. I mean, there's movies. things like Braveheart. Not an action movie. It's or a like drama. Uh, the three hundred. Um, it's three hundred. I am Spartacus. Yeah, it's drama. It's not an action. It's it has action in it. I mean, it, it can be drama. Something can be drama action. Yeah, but it is a drama specifically. It is about his journey and everything like that. Yeah, it's see, that's what that's what's tough is like. Yeah, I mean, like <clears throat> like once you start, it there's like a, a sliding scale. Like you have really good story with action in it and then you have mindless action with no story right like i kind of want it to be in the middle but like if it's too far this way i don't consider it an action movie first i have to consider mm -hmm. it a drama movie this if that makes sense there's like uh, john wick there's you know yeah john wick the john wicks are very good this might sound kind of oxymoronic but like of the mcu my favorite mcu movie is the first guardians but i think my favorite action movie is infinity war that's the thing with me. I mean, I do love that movie, and it's like in my MCU list. It's high up there. Yeah, I don't consider that to be really a movie. I, I think of it as like a roller coaster, a two-hour. It's just an experience. Minutes. It is, and like the first experience you have of that movie is incredible. Mm. Once you've written this journey to get there, 
But after that, it really is kind of an experience. It's it's like that's why it rates so high for me because it was the first experience of yeah. watching that movie. Kind of like Guardians Two in a sense. I too. mean, even every time I watch Infinity War back, like the action sequences just blow me away. It is good action. I and agree with that. So I think that's probably my answer. Okay. So I think we're just normies. We are um, normies. <laughs> that's for sure. I can never pinpoint this whenever it's asked, but what what is your favorite smell? Smell? Yeah. Um, it's really hard for me to think of smells on the spot because... That's a good question. I love uh, the smell of bacon, the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the smell of coffee. Uh, cookies baking is a really, really good mm-hmm. smell. Um, I love the smell of browned butter. Um, yeah. Really, really good smell. Um, I Any also, cooked cheese, I'm just such mm, a fan of. Like, put it on, on a pizza or like a baked mac and cheese or anything that has cheese that's been cooked. Um, what's another good smell? Gasoline. I weirdly like the smell of gasoline. I was just about to say that. Um, I I'm not the only one who does this on, on Earth. I am sure. Uh, but I have this weird fixation on the smell that's behind my ears. Uh, this is really weird, but. If you put your finger like behind your ear, there's often some like just sweat or anything like that. Like that for some reason smells. It's like it's like scratching an itch in the back inside of my brain. Like it's like taking a a, a metal spike and like sticking it in my brain and like scratching it back and forth. That's how good it feels to smell behind my ears. This podcast is over. I'm just being <laughs> this honest. This friendship is. Terminated. You asked me to be honest, didn't you? I did, and I appreciate your candor. However, ew. It is not. I didn't say it wasn't going to be ill, did I? No, <laughs> I would have appreciated a precedent of this is gross. However, I, I, I listed like seven good <laughs> things first that everyone loves, and then I was like, you know what? I like to sniff behind my ears too. That's so weird. It is weird. Didn't say I wasn't I, normal. I do appreciate the honesty. I think you might be the only person in the world that no, does that. <laughs> no way. Everyone smells themselves. Everyone. Everyone smells themselves. Sure. And some people really like smelling themselves. I mean, yeah, I I mean, you're probably right. I'm sure that you are not the only freak out there, but still. (laughs) That's my freaking honesty. I'm kidding. I'm (laughs) kidding. I love you. Love you too. Uh, I love mowed grass, which is obviously kind of. Uh, Reminds me of mowing the grass. (laughs) I like mowing the lawn. It's very cathartic for me. It's like I, I, I like seeing the lines that I've made and like. That's fine. That's why I like doing dishes too. Like I like the obvious progress of, you know, getting from point A to point B. I agree with that. So mowing the lawn is I enjoy it. Uh and then there's least favorite smell. Probably whatever's behind my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what it smells like, but I bet it sucks. Um, there is a smell that makes me gag every time. Uh and it's at work. Uh, there is a machine called the not the degreaser. It's like the delineator, or no, it's not that. I can't remember what it's called. Delimer, maybe. But you take old uh, equipment that you use for frying, you drop it in this solution, and it's in this big metal square. You close the lid and lock it, mm. and it takes away all of the built-up gunk, burnt food, anything off of those fire baskets or whatever you want to put in there. Right. Um, and when you open up the lid, the smell that comes off of it is absolutely nauseating mm. to me it is every time i walk past it, it's in the it's in the old break room now um so it's kind of near like where the coats would hang or anything like that yeah. and it is like oh i cannot even like 
it's so gross. That's my, my top of my list, 100%. I think probably the top of my list is tonsil stones. I get them pretty often, and especially when I used to have a, like, you know, we were wearing a mask all the time. Even when we out, went out and played Ultimate, we had a mask on. If I got a tonsil stone that just kind of involuntarily coughed up, the smell that it gives off, or like, hmm. like when I first started, like when I didn't know what they were at first, like I would like have something in my mouth and I would like, you know, stick my tongue out and like pick it off and I would, I could, to, to examine it, I'd be like, what is this? And the smell it leaves behind on your fingers. <laughs> oh, dude, it is the worst thing in the world. And so whenever it like just kind of came up in your mask, like it would just be in your breath. So then I was just smelling that smell. It just, oh. Oh boy, I could I cannot stand that. I want my tonsils out so badly because I get tonsil stones so often. Like you probably should get them out. I thought you got them out already. No, I haven't had my tonsils out. I get them like like once a day, once every two days. Like I'll get one tonsil stone that comes up, and they're Uh small and they don't hurt at all. Like they're just kind of there. You need to get your tonsils out. Lord, they smell bad. It's nasty. Is that like a dental surgery or is it like a real surgery? It. Uh, honestly, I couldn't tell you, but you it's need to surgery. Get it out. At some point, I will. But like, they're not like they don't do anything negative to me, other than make things smell bad. Yeah, but that's gross. Yeah, I want them out, but I'm not. Once I have the means, yet again, I will do that. I currently don't. Um, well, this is relevant to the events of the day. Exercise worth it? Question mark. This is a harder question for me to answer than it seems. Really? Because though I have had many workout journeys, I have not seen measurable results. Mm. Um, even when I was in high school, in my like peak physical condition, I could run like a 545 mile, which is really good for <laughs> someone that age. Um and I was really, really like fit and working out every single day. Mm. And even like, I mean, at the college, I was working out every single day. I still look like crap. And I still feel like crap sometimes. And there is a associated personality that comes with you know, the gym being your life. Right. And that to me is like, well, maybe I shouldn't ever work out again <laughs> because I don't want to be that person. Right. Um, and I don't want to attract those people either. Those people are weird. Yeah. Um. So, to an extent, no, not for me. But I have reached a point now in my uh, declining youth that I'm like, well, I want to look youthful again at, before I am not able to ever again. Right, because eventually you're going to get to a point where you don't get to look younger than you are. You just start looking yeah. older. I don't and know I've what point of, that'll be. It's different for each individual. But I'm starting point, to crest that hill. <laughs> you think so? I think I am. I mean, it, like, it's not looking good right now. And I don't want diabetes when I'm 30. Yes, I also don't want diabetes. That diabetes scares me. <laughs> so I am attempting, um, and this will come back later in the episode, to re- redo everything and try and go back and start from square one. And not do a gym commitment every day, hours a day, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. <clears throat> but I want to be more active gen- generally. And I want to right. get to a healthy-looking body. Yeah. And I'm they say, you know, like 80% of it is in the kitchen. And, yeah. you know, that's obviously true, which is – I mean, that's always been my biggest thing because, like, like I've, I've never been fully on my own and just had the money to spend – 
on a bunch of healthy things to always be eating healthier. Like in my case, wanting to, you know, bulk a little bit and having the ability to, you know, do like the five meals a day with a bunch of chicken and rice and broccoli and, you know, even with the basic stuff, I've just never been able to do that. So it's normally like eat kind of the same I was and work out and maybe I'll maintain the figure I've had. So, I mean, my answer is that, yes, I think exercise is worth it. I love, I love going to the gym and I love running and playing sports and whatever. Like I love doing it. So worth it just in terms of endorphins for me. Yeah. But I'll say this, I I kind of went off the handle talking about gym rats because too much of anything I think can lead to a personality shift. Right. You know, for sure. So maybe I'm being a little too hard, but I, I do think that, they are some of the most insufferable insufferable people on the face of this earth when they are dumb as a brick and they look like they have never left the gym and they're just like right oh, you gotta uh, uh. it's it's certainly a stereotype but it's one that i've encountered multiple times and i've 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 certainly met those people yeah. and it you know you know, every, you know everyone's got their story blah 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 but man it's hard to have a conversation with them it is <laughs> so I think you're right. Like, you know, too much of any one thing, like that thing kind of becomes your personality. Yeah. Um, and that's never good in any circumstance. But the gym being one of the most common stereotypes of that being your whole life is um, certainly one that makes it one that you're more likely to want to avoid because that stereotype is just so negative and yeah. so degrading. Yeah. In a way. Um. So I understand that, but so worth it. Yes, I think it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like the feeling of being work, working out and getting better progress is mm-hmm. worth it. Uh, what is the most used app on your phone? Um, right now it is most definitely TikTok. I would. I assumed as much. Um, <clears throat> and I actually have taken a much closer look at my screen time as of recent. Um. Because there's a report that gets sent to your phone right. once in a while um, that you can turn off if you want to, but I'm going to start using it as a tool. Uh, TikTok is definitely the most used, but YouTube is probably what I spend the most time watching. Me too. I watch, I don't use YouTube on my phone. I watch it on my TV, but yeah. I mean, if I were just using it on my phone, it'd be YouTube. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I use it majority on my phone, but a lot of it on TV as well. So yeah. Yeah. Longer form, you know. On my phone, it's probably Twitter because I probably scroll for like maybe 15 minutes in a day on Twitter. And I used to play a decent bit of Clash Royale, but I haven't played in a while. Mm. So that would have been it. But it's probably Twitter and it's like 20 minutes in a day. Yeah. I, I, I'm not on that too much. Um, This one is a difficult one. This one I have thought about because we talked about it um, at the conference. This is one question that we like we did as a group before we got into our thing, which is. You get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? Mm. It's such a difficult question, especially oh. because we've been so exploratory with music in the past yeah. two or two, three years, you know, a long time for me and you know, however long for you. I've just found so much music over the years oh. that it's really difficult. But I do have my song. It's Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel. Really? It's a long song. It's very dynamic. It's like... It kind of starts slow and then it like picks up to like kind of almost like a blues jazzy type thing. And it picks up to being really, really peppy and it slows back down. Really is, good song. This okay. is so hard. 
It's a difficult one. I, I'm racking my brain right now to think of because I have a couple of choices in my head, but then they're like, okay, well, what about this song? Mm-hmm. Like, it keeps like bringing up stuff. It's the paradox of choice. Like, there are obviously good choices, but there are so many good choices that it paralyzes you into not being able to choose any of them. And also, you know that you're probably gonna forget some obvious one for yourself, and then you just you want to lay down. Yeah. Because you're tired thinking about it. I'd be happy if they, if I can say, here's five of them, choose one, and I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Mm. Um, Good song. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. Um, Heat Above, Greta Van Fleet. I figured you were going to pick a Greta Van Fleet song. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy. Um, Easy Lover, Phil Collins and Phil Bailey. Yeah. Um, smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. Obsessed by Mariah Carey, obviously. <laughs> and um, this song going to get stuck inside your head by T-Pain. <laughs> Just to throw some gamble in there. Yeah. Yeah, once, l- choosing one song is tough. I would say pick one of those five and I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, no, the, 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 this, obviously this song is going to get stuck inside your head a bit. Um, the fifth song would probably be. Um, it's hard. Uh, now I got obsessed stuck in my head. Now that I've said it, I'm just gonna take a quick look at my phone. I want to pick five songs. All right, fair enough. Sorry, I know this is weird. I'm trying to think. I don't know what other ones I would pick. Oh, is this love by Bob Marley? Mm. That's a good five songs. And That's then I could pick one. one, you know. It would suck to have, well, actually, it would suck to have reggae for the rest of your life. Either way, I don't care. Yeah, it's I don't good. know if I could do reggae for the rest of my life. It's a good song, though. Reggae is, I have to be in a mood for reggae. Like, yeah. I, I like, I love the way reggae, like, moves, but I have to be in, in a mood for reggae for more than, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it's very, or like. A pentatonic song or a Beatles song. I didn't put any Beatles in there. Yeah, I hey, would. Hey, Jude. Yeah, good I song. mean, obviously, Hey Jude is such a good song. Hey I would probably, I mean, Obla Dio Obla Da is my favorite Beatles song, but I wouldn't pick that no. as one to do for no. the rest of my life. Not on your no. life. No. <laughs> not on your life not. would I pick that. Or I Sgt. love that Pepper's song. Lonely Hearts Band. Sgt. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper. Um, I'd probably pick some Prince song. I love Prince. Prince is good, but his is very repetitive and long. I wouldn't pick it. It is. I'd probably pick one to just go back to. Like, it's tough. I mean, obviously, Purple Rain is good. I love Raspberry Beret. Mm-hmm. That's always been one of my favorites. But if I'm uh, picking one, I'm always picking scenes from Italian Restaurant. A Billy Joel song is a good choice, I think. I just love that song. I love Billy Joel. Um, or like, I pick maybe some Frank Sinatra song if that, you know, wasn't available to me. I might pick something stupid. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay, last one, okay. which is existential and very hard to answer because, like, how would I know? But it's describe the rest of your life in five words. <sighs> I think my five words are, I don't know, shut up. <laughs> I don't one. know what I'm doing. That's a good one. That could also be my five words. Don't know what I'm doing. Uh... I'll figure it out later. <laughs> Eaten. 
Pissing, <laughs> shitting, farting, uh, loving. And loving every day. <laughs> That's <laughs> when <laughs> that should have been what the song is. <laughs> Eating, pissing, shitting, farting, loving. That's the way that it could. Thank God it may be this way. Yep, that's what I got. All right. Well, really those have, are the questions. I, I really have no idea what else I would put there. I mean, no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's so difficult. Um, but yeah, I skipped like two because they're dumb. But those are those. That is the Colbert question. Actually, I'm sorry. I got you in my five words. Oh, please. Um, it's about drive. It's about <laughs> it's about as one word and then power. <laughs> I unironically listened to that in the gym today. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's just such a good hook. I'm sorry. It's such a good joke whenever you're doing anything active where someone's like like tired and they like, you know, they don't feel like running or something like playing ultimate or like I was running with my group this morning and they were like I <sighs> Do this one. I'm like, hey, I put my hand on the shoulder. <laughs> it's about drive. It's about power. And power. We stay hungry. <laughs> God, such a good bit. Well, I mean, that was a long questionnaire, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hearing your answer. Thank you. So now let's get into our reasons slash excuses, depending on who's listening to it, about why we're a little delayed because we had kind of planned on maybe doing one during break to get one in before the new year yeah he brought his mic and everything and then we got back and we were like we'll do one early once once i'm back on the fourth after the conference and that didn't happen for a reason yep. slash excuse it's a it's a reason it's a reason but regardless no matter who you are it's a reason yes absolutely <laughs> so you know you take it away okay. with what happened to you all right so let's take it back December 18th. When was what day was the last podcast sent out? Uh that's that had to be a good question. Some somewhere around there I hit the wrong uh button. Uh this one was on the 12th of good December. God, it's been so long. Yeah, I mean there wasn't anything we could do about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh December 18th. The day it happened. Uh all of my horrible drinking and eating habits Caught up, backed up to me. Let, let's let's be Armageddon. clear. Let's be clear. Uh, I rarely drink alcohol. Rarely. Right. Um, I if I drink alcohol half as much as I drank Coke Zero in the past three to five, uh, three years, I would be dead. Yeah. I'd be dead six feet under. There's you guys don't understand how much Coke Zero this man drank. And strictly Coke Zero. I don't drink any other sugary drinks. I drink Coke Zero, maybe the occasional sweet tea, and then water. And water, yeah. That is what I drink. And Coke Zero ruined my life for two weeks. Yeah, that had to be the reason. I mean, it had to be. I don't know what what they put in there to make it kidney stonable, but <laughs> but it happened. Well, spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I pull up to uh, a friend's house. We'll call her Sarah because we love <laughs> shout out Sarah uh, for a Christmas party uh, that I was very excited to go to. I had made special apple cider donuts for the occasion. Quite good. Very good. Uh, my first time frying any dough for donuts, and it was delicious. But I had this weird like feeling, and it kind of just slowly like on an incline got worse and worse and worse. So I thought maybe I just had really bad eating habits the day like i had like candy on the way 
drive over and like you know coke to keep me awake like, okay i'll go to the bathroom real quick i went to the bathroom came out went to the bathroom again came out this isn't atypical from like a day at sorrow's house i go to the bathroom quite a bit yeah i'm a pretty regular frequent goer of the restroom and so as i'm getting there i'm really i had this really bad cramp like in the middle of like right on my right side and like in the middle of my in my, of my body it's like not muscular i'm trying to stretch and it's, it's getting even worse like it wasn't like stomach or back exclusively it was no. just kind of like the side yeah like and i was like it's got to be a cramp i'm like pulling like my body and, mm. I, and it's getting worse and worse and worse it feels like there's a poker in my in my side and someone's just turning it it's really really hurting so i um i vomited all the donut that i just ate mm. and you know whatever lunch i had vomited it up and i was like okay this is I mean, maybe I just had like way too much sugar. Like I, this isn't. I mean, I I've thrown up by eating too much food before. This is not atypical for me. It's just fine. Okay, I'll be I'll be okay. I get back in there and I'm still uncomfortable. I can't sit down straight and I'm like I'm mm-hmm. you know. And Kyle was there for all this. He watched this happen. I laid down for a second. And someone like put like a massager on my. We back. We had that muscle massager thing there and that day. I was like, oh, that does not feel good. I went back there and tried to throw up again and I couldn't throw up and like I kept feeling pain in my groin too like like flooding pain like trying to like you know pee and wouldn't pee this is a little bit too much tmi um so my friend's like hey take some pain meds and then just like go lay down we had the party later tonight you'll be fresh as a daisy yeah because we were there quite early for the party as like a surprise thing for sarah because her birthday had just happened so we were like close-knit group of people for like a little early celebration for sarah and then the party will be later tonight yeah so we're like "Eh, take your time go be Unpainful. So I took some ibuprofen, and I went back to the guest room, laid down. And just before I laid down, I just kind of quickly Googled my symptoms. I was like, okay, pain Web in the right. Web MD'd that. that oh, nonsense. yeah. And the first thing that came up was appendicitis. And I was like, oh, I could have appendicitis right now, and I could have surgery tonight. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have surgery, I'm going to probably like be really in trouble, maybe die. Um, I, I, it, depending I, on if it burst and you know how long it took you, maybe. Yeah. So I was like, crap is scary. Uh, and I called my mom immediately and I said, mom, I'm in Crestview. I'm in really bad pain. I need you to come get me. And I was like, are you off? Actually, I texted my dad first. Cause I thought if my mom's going to pick me up. She's going to be panicking and you know, wiry and weird. Mm. If I talk to my dad, maybe he'll just believe me and like, he'll come get me. And he has police lights on his car. He can get me to the hospital fast and I can get treated quicker. And the first thing my dad says is, is, you know, Rachel, call your son. He's like laying in bed, like, you know, sleeping. Mm-hmm. He had worked a murder the night before, so he was really tired. And my mom called me, and I was like, Mom, I'm in really bad pain. I need you to come get me and take me to the hospital. And she was like, Jake, come on. Like, you know, didn't really believe me fully at first. Yeah. I thought I was, you know, had some gas or something. And I was like, Mom, I really need to go to the hospital. I do not feel good. So I, I, I said goodbye to you guys as, like, I, you know, called her and, like, waited five minutes. And, like, I knew she would live, like, Maybe ten minutes away from where I was, so I, I literally went outside, which is pacing. Like I was like, ugh, like I need to get there now. My mom was like, she pulls up, I get in the car, and I, and I close the door, and she's like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I I, I have really no, bad man. pain. Get me to the hospital. I have really bad pain in my right side, and she's like, okay, you know, well, we can go to Crestview, but they're you know they really suck. I'm gonna try to get you to Fort Walton. Blah blah blah. And she's like, oh Jacob, I don't want you know blah blah blah. And you know her mom had just passed away a couple weeks before we got back from the funeral, and like it's you know been a really emotional time for her. She's like, oh no blah blah blah. And I rolled down the window and went, <laughs> and like puked even more, and like it's bile, and like she was like, oh my god, and like she starts you know 
flooring it mm. to get to four on the beach because she was like, if he's really bad and has penetration, has to have surgery tonight, I'm not putting him in Crestview. That's just not happening. Yeah, because the hospital is garbage. Really bad. Walter asked when he got to the party later while you were still gone, he was like, we, we were like, Jacob went to the hospital and he thought we were pranking him at first. It was like, he thought he was like looking behind the couch like you were going to jump out and scare him. <laughs> and we were like, no, like he's actually at the hospital. Like he's in insane pain. And he, the first thing he asked, he was like, she didn't take him to the Crestview one, did she? Because that hospital is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like for surgery stuff. Uh, also, he works there, but no one, none of his bosses hear this. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's like he should not have surgery there. And we, I was like, you know, I don't know. But that's a good point. I hope not. And then we learned later that you didn't go to Crestview. So yeah. we were relieved to hear that. But. So I went there, and the emergency room was surprisingly empty. There was like three people there. But at this point, I was in so much pain that I could not think straight. Mm-hmm. I was like like limping, and like I was pacing. Like They, they sat me down to my blood pressure. It was through the roof. And they are like, okay, we'll get someone here soon. And my, my mom watched me for like 20 minutes grip things like try and breathe and just white knuckling as hard as I you mean, can to stay conscious and I was pouring sweat my body was going into <clears throat> fight or flight i said there's no way this is anything but appendicitis mm. and i had to get surgery this is going to suck i don't know what i'm gonna do and i you know i keep you know white knuckling things and like i'm not punching things but i really want to punch things and my mom's trying to calm me down but she knows it's kind of useless she's been in this kind of pain before and so Eventually, I mean, this has been like 20 minutes of me sitting here. They finally get me back, and they sit me down in a chair, and they try. They ask me what's going on, and the whole process, you know, accrues where they give me some lighter pain medication. She wants to give me morphine now because she can see I'm in a clear state of crisis, mm-hmm. but she cannot without the doctor present. The doctor's doing a trauma thing. So she's like, I'm going to give you this stuff. It's not going to kill the pain, but it's going to bring you to a much more comfortable level. And, like, at this point, I have an IV in my in my hand, and I'm on my knees, curled up. And I said, do whatever you have to do. Get this. I was screaming <laughs> obscenities, and, like, I was, like, I was in so much pain. It was awful. Um, and finally, the doctor comes, and they say, blah, blah, blah. Okay, morphine. Put morphine in me, and I relax. Thank God I finally relax. I just lay back. I'm like, okay. I can breathe, you know. We're going to get you a CT scan. Turns out it's not appendicitis. Thank goodness. It's a kidney stone. Kidney stone. And I had heard of kidney stones before, and I knew that eventually this day would come. I did not think it was going to come this soon, but I, I knew it was going to come. And You knew that you were going to have a kidney stone at some point. I figured with how much soda I drink, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to happen eventually or, you know, something of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, was, and I there was no mention of this on WebMD, no mention of kidney stones. It was just appendicitis. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I didn't know how to believe them. Like, you know, they said it was a kidney stone at first when I first walked in there mm-hmm. or when I first sat down and there was telling them my symptoms. I was like, are you sure? Like, the, I mean, I hate to be this way, but I Googled it and they said it's mm-hmm. appendicitis. Like, I don't want to, you know, cheat it. I said, well, we're going to give you a CT scan. Like, we'll look at your appendix, but we're pretty sure it's a kidney stone. And, I was like, should I be in this much pain? They said, oh, yeah, it still hurts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's okay. And it was a very, very small kidney stone. It was so small that they didn't even measure it, which makes me feel like even more of a little wimp. Because, like, <laughs> I was, like, crying and, like, you know, cursing and stuff. And it wasn't even, you know. And they said, look, this is what's going to happen. You're going to drink a lot of water over the next two days, and it's going to pass. 
the the nurse was telling my mom, "Hey, give him two beers and he'll pass it tonight." Like literally, and <laughs> we had a science teacher, Mr. Dubose, who had kidney stones fairly often because he used to drink a lot of diet coke. He still does drink <laughs> a lot of diet coke. And he, t- you know, he was the first person that I thought of whenever I yeah. they said kidney stone. And I'm like, I remember Dubose had one one day in class. Like in first period, he had a kidney stone attack. He left and then came back the next day and worked. I'm like, this is gonna be fine. I'll be, you know, in and out, mm-hmm. you know. So the whole weekend kind of is a blur. Um, they gave me another dial of morphine because I was in still in a lot of pain right before I left. So I drove home in that went right back to the party. You know, I didn't eat a lot, but I was like drinking a lot of water. I slept there that night, and I was supposed to be on a medical-grade ibuprofen, and they couldn't give it to me until the next morning. I have ibuprofen and hydrocodone. Mm-hmm. Hydrocodone is in case of emergency. Oh, crap. I'm in a lot of pain again. That I need crap to take tastes this. like garbage. I don't really taste it. I just kind of throw it back and I swallow it. And um, ibuprofen for, like, moderate pain. So my mom was like, well, hey, you can take ibuprofen and Tylenol back and forth, and it should keep you in good balance. I only had 10 of the hydrocodone <clears> pills. <throat> so – the next day, um, I still wasn't eating a lot, but I was drinking a lot of water. We went out to see Spider-Man. I didn't eat any lunch. I had, like, very few things. I had no appetite. No appetite. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. You know, and which is very strange to me. I've rarely ever not had an appetite. It's a strange feeling, isn't um, it? It is. So um, they were eating, you know, freaking tacos, and I really wanted to eat something. But I had a few chips, and then I went to the movies, had some popcorn. Uh, but I, I remember taking a hydrocodone then when I was in a lot of pain, and it made me throw up. Regardless, I, I went back home on Monday uh, instead of Sunday when I was supposed to. I was supposed to work Monday. Told work I couldn't come in Monday. And Monday in the afternoon, I was feeling fine enough to drive back home. Drove home, and I was like, okay, I'll go to work on Tuesday. I had no food in the fridge, and I had literally like zero dollars i maybe had like a couple hundred dollars but i didn't have any money to go like splurge and buy groceries and yeah. get, you know medicine and i definitely wasn't filling up to driving but regardless i went to work in the morning five in the morning i went in i took some medicine before i went and immediately when i started lifting things i felt so nauseous and threw up and i said i've got to go home i do not feel well i explained to my boss what happened they sent me home i was at home all day and i was Home, alone, and bedridden for a, a whole <clears throat> week. And yeah, I was not here. I was still in Crestview. Yeah. I averaged a dozen bathroom trips a day of just peeing, drinking water and peeing. I mean, this is the week before Christmas, too. So I'm like, how the hell am I going to wrap my presents and drive home for Christmas? My mom's like, do not worry if you can't make it. You know, mm. stay there. I don't want you to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And eventually, I worked up enough, uh, you know, hoop, hoopla to get back in the car and drive back for Christmas break. And I passed the kidney stone uh, December 24th. Now, passed it is an interesting term because I did not f- – the the worst part of having a kidney stone is passing it because it passes through your urethra, mm-hmm. through your urethra, which is often the worst part. It's it's like a little sand spur. It's like a you know a buildup of calcium or whatever it is. Yeah. So it goes right through your urethra and it really hurts to get through. It sometimes there's bleeding and it cuts you know on the way out. I did not feel it go out, but I definitely felt better and didn't need to be on pain medication, um, at all. So I was like, sweet. I do not feel pain anymore. I'm fine. And I came back and started going to work again. But oh my god, that was the worst week of my life. Yeah, I can imagine because there are like there are like different shapes that kidney stones can take, too. And they can like like go in the form of like 
King DDD spike ball. Like they can look like that and like really do some damage on the way out, especially if they're big enough. And yeah. Mine was small. I didn't even feel it come out. Because they didn't give you anything to even like break it down because it was that small, right? No. If it's really big, they will either do surgery or they'll put chemicals in you and make it dissolve. Yeah, it like um, dissolves into way smaller pieces. And it may have broken up, and that's what happened. It might have, um, yeah. But I don't know. It's out. It's gone. <laughs> and <laughs> That's what we care about. A week of agony. Like When I came back to Crestview, uh, my mom was like, we're getting this thing out. Like It's going to come out, you mm-hmm. know, whether you like it or not. She hated seeing me in pain. So I would – she's like, you need to get up and walk. Like I think that's what maybe is you know, harming you. <clears throat> so I would put a, a pack of crackers in the kitchen counter, and I put my water bottle in my bedroom. And I would take a sip of water, walk. I mean, and I mean very slowly walk because I was in so much pain I couldn't even barely move. Waddle all the way out to the kitchen, take a bite of a cracker, and walk all the way back and take a sip of water. And I did that for hours. I mean hours. And it was so boring. I was going to say, that's one of the most monotonous, boring things I've ever heard in my it, life. If I ate too much, I would throw up. But I needed food in my body mm-hmm. to keep medicine to down. To be alive. To keep medicine <laughs> down. And I needed medicine because I was in pain. My body would react to any food, anything, and throw it up because I was in so much mm-hmm. pain. It was absolutely horrible. I would not wish that on my worst enemy. Like, And I say that all the time, but I mean I would not wish that on my worst enemy. It was awful. Um, so, yeah. That was part – that was the reason why we didn't film another episode – before 2021 right um but then after 2021 we were like okay well, first week back we'll get back and you know hop on the grind again yeah but then <laughs> so this is where my story comes in which isn't as long or as entertaining but you know things happen so like i said i went to the conference called life impact and it was in the mountains in georgia it was the first through the fourth of the new year so i was I was with my cousins on New Year's Eve because all, all my family members had different plans. So I went to my cousins and hung out with them. And then, um, I mean, we were in central time zone, so we didn't watch the ball drop. And we were going to watch the Pelican drop, but that had gotten canceled. So I don't even remember what we did. I think we, like, looked up some video of one that already happened and tried to time it correctly. For I think we did something like that. Wow. Um, so then it went off. And everyone was so tired. Like, like Dylan was, like, it was, like, 1130, and Dylan was, like... Let's just go to bed now. <laughs> I was, I was like, better than New Year's. I was like, I kind of wanted to do the same because I had to leave early the next day to drive seven hours to Georgia. But I was like, no, we got to watch it. It's New Year's. Like, you got to you gotta watch it drop or, you know, you got to be awake for it. So it happened. And like two minutes later, all of us were like, all right, we're going to bed. Good night. See you all later. <laughs> and so I left and I had made plans with uh, Dylan and Hallie to stay with them after the conference was over. It was the first to the fourth which the fourth was a Tuesday. So then I was, they live in Tennessee. So I was going to drive over there a couple hours and stay with them for a few days until the next Monday. I can't come back to school. So I, I get to the conference and I'm setting stuff up and a couple of friends walk in and I was like, yeah, I mean, once this is over, I'm going to go stay with my cousins until Monday. And then uh, my friend Coral goes, you know, class starts on Wednesday, right? On the 5th. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know that. I just assumed that the school was going to just start on a Monday, not on a Wednesday, like a bunch of idiots. So wicked. So I went ahead and just canceled the plan of staying with my with my cousin. Um, and so 
Life Impact was so much fun. And, you know, we had some free time days. And the, the first day we had a, the first day we were there was like a half day because, you know, everyone had to drive there that day. And so the next day we have our conferences and we have like our five hours of free time in the middle. And some of us went and played this really well-rated disc golf course, like 45 minutes away. Mm. And then the next day it had snowed overnight and there were like three or four inches of snow all over the ground. It was cold instead. Cause like the day before when we played disc golf, it was like 60 degrees. Wow. And then the next day it snowed overnight and it was really good snow. It wasn't like that garbage snow. Like, you know, we were having snowball fights and it was a lot of fun. My voice had got my voice. I was leading worship at this conference and my voice left like after the first day. So each day I would do some songs and each day the songs kept getting in a lower and lower key than I normally do them in. Cause I just couldn't sing that high. And, um, it was a lot of fun, and the day that it had snowed outside, uh, we did, like, uh, during our free time, we did, like, some masquerade, like, Irish-English dances dances that we do at Masquerade Ball, and I played a lot of Bananagrams. It was just a lot of fun. There were a lot of good talks. And so uh, the fourth happens. We go through, like, our half day, and we all leave at around noon. And I get back here, uh, and you're here, you know, and we have our conversation of, you know, like we always do. We just kind of stand around and talk for forever yeah. once we've been away for a while. And then every time after we're done having conversation, we're like, we should have just turned the mics on. Yeah. <laughs> and we that. never do. We <laughs> just have a conversation of our own. Yeah. Um, but then the, let's see, so that was a Tuesday that I got back. The next day was a Wednesday and someone from life impact was like, they had tested positive for COVID. And, um, it was someone I hadn't really been around that much. And, I was like, man, that sucks that they tested positive for COVID. And then Thursday happened and I was, I still felt normal. And then a lot of, like a lot of people from Life Impact had started sharing that they had tested positive for COVID, like so many people. And then the next day, more people that I had spent a lot of my time with had also tested positive for COVID. And that was also, that was, so this was Friday. And I also woke up this day with kind of a headache. I didn't feel great that day. And, or no, you know what? I didn't, I didn't feel great on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a headache and I told you that some people had tested positive. And then Friday I was like, I still have this kind of headache and a lot more people are tested positive. I'm going to have to start quarantining. I couldn't get a test till the next Tuesday because that was the earliest I could get one at the school. So I started quarantining on Friday, which was the 7th. Um, so I get my test the next Tuesday and then the day after I found out that I did in fact have COVID Mm. and this was this past Wednesday, um, this past Tuesday, Wednesday, today is Monday. So I found out that I did in fact have COVID and at this point, really the only, my headache had stopped after Friday. I didn't really have one after that, but I had a cough for like five days straight and it wasn't like a severe cough. Like I just coughed more than normal and some of them lasted a little longer than a normal cough does. But I was totally fine. Like if someone had had texted me and told me they wanted to go sprint for seven hours, like I had the energy to do that. Like I wasn't bedridden COVID. I was just quarantined COVID. Like I felt good just with a cough. Mm -hmm. So I was quarantining that whole time because we were going to record that Saturday. But I quarantined on Friday. I, in fact, had COVID. My quarantine ended today. Um, So I've just been in my room for forever and we could have done it the way i had to last time i quarantined and like set it up through my door but like 
it was weird having a conversation with you without looking at you. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. And I, I didn't even want to bring it up as a possibility because I didn't I didn't know if you would want to do that. But I definitely didn't want to do that. <laughs> so I just yeah. didn't want it in the air at all. So, yeah, my corn. My I'm kind of glad we today. didn't do that, because if we if we had just went ahead and we were like, oh, let's just do it. Like, I feel like I definitely would have caught it. I do not feel bad at all. Yeah, no, I, don't, um, I, I can't imagine you would have it because. I mean, I quarantined. I mean, obviously, I I hadn't immediately quarantined, but it wasn't like we were spending every, you know, a whole lot of time together, yeah. regardless. Because I mean, I still had, I was having class and I was working. You would work and like you know, so, which meant I did. And miss, we didn't have any of our like like often makeout sessions that we normally do. No, yeah, which we should. I don't want to have those anymore. You don't want to have what? <laughs> We've never had any of those. I just want to get that out there now. <laughs> There's another thing that happens. All right. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. Very Sorry clear. to anybody. Who's Crystal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I missed Masquerade Ball this past Saturday. We missed Gus Johnson's. We such, did. Such a travesty. We did. So. Yeah. So I guess because that was. Yeah, that was this past Thursday. I, yeah, because yeah, right. and I started quarantining the Friday before. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah. So this past Thursday, we were supposed to see Gus Johnson Orlando, and I had found out the day before that I in fact had COVID, so we couldn't go to that or get our tickets refunded for it. <sighs> and then Saturday was the Masquerade Ball, which is something we do at the BCM every year. I'm sure you all know what a Masquerade Ball is, but you know everyone has a mask on, and you know you get dressed up all fancy, and we always had this band that teaches us like old English and Irish dances and it's so so much fun it's the, it's the best um but I missed that because I was in quarantine which is unfortunate um but I'm all good now but I I in fact had COVID I hadn't had COVID yet before this yeah. I had been around it and uh I've had to quarantine a couple times now but I this is the first time actually having it and because I'm vaccinated all I really had was a cough also, it was most likely, you know, the Omicron variant, which isn't very severe in its own right. But on top of being vaccinated, I coughed some and that was really the extent of it. But, yeah. you know, sacrifices, sacrifices had to miss some things, but, you know, better safe than sorry. Yeah. So that's why we were not recording till now, because my quarantine just ended today. Yeah. Uh, and we were both really excited to get back in and record again, but. Um, it just had to wait a little bit, which is fine. It's fine. Um, so now that you know our reasons, Jacob, uh, the last episode you had talked about, hopefully if we did one before the year, the new year started talking about resolution stuff. I don't remember talking about it in the podcast, but maybe I did. I'm almost um, positive. If you didn't, I know we talked about a period that you wanted to talk about in some frame or another resolution stuff. Because this is this is why I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions, um, because during that time when I was really sick, I had some serious existential crises. Hmm. Um, crises, crises, crises. Multiple. Uh, something about being alone and being in pain and wanting the pain to end was very, very eye-opening for me. Hmm. Um, and I had a lot of time alone just to think and not even, you know, it, it was awful. Uh, I wouldn't recommend being alone and being a pain for anybody because it sucked. Yeah. Uh, but it did give me time to kind of reflect on just what's been going on in my life, and it's been a whole bunch of nothing. 
It's true. Mm-hmm. I I really I I'm in, I purposefully pulled up our episode we did last year around this time in New Year's and we talked about New Year's resolutions. I was just, I honestly I was like, do I have did I have a stance on New Year's resolutions at that time? And I didn't. I didn't say like really anything. I kind of just let you ramble about mm-hmm. how much you kind of dislike them because you can make a change in your life at any point. Right. But you why would you choose New Year's and when everyone else is doing it and you know, it's better to just make that decision for yourself whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, and I, at that point, made zero resolutions. In fact, we both stopped going to the gym around that time. We, we'd we been really good for, like, that whole fall. And yeah. The fall season, we went to the gym. I think they were renovating it at that time, so maybe that's why. No, well, I, at the beginning of that of that next semester, that semester had been so busy for me that we there was no shot that we could ever go to the gym together. Mm. And... It felt like I definitely could have made time for it, but I like I had my excuse of not being able to have time for it. And because like neither of us were pushing the other to go, I think you kind of stopped going. Mm-hmm. And then the renovation started happening. So you couldn't even go to the gym if we wanted to. Yeah. So it was just a whole lot of a, lo- a lot of laziness followed by a bunch of renovation and unluckiness that we just weren't in the gym for a while. Yeah. So we um, I say we. So I had, you know. I had made zero resolutions about my health. I had made zero resolutions about my money, about my time, about anything. And and, and let me be frank. I have really never made resolutions before. Mm. Um, if I had, I did them out of obligation, uh, and I never followed through on any of them. There's not a single resolution that I can think of that I was like, yep, I completed it, and I did it. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. I've never, ever done that before. Um, and I also realized that in 2021 – um, at least to my knowledge, I didn't complete anything. Didn't com- didn't do a single achievement. If you count meals, sure, I completed a meal. <laughs> um, I I maybe worked out once at the gym. Like I mean, I I cannot think of a time I went to the gym in 2021. Hmm. Um, I didn't finish a video game in 2020. About four. Didn't complete one. Still still didn't finish the video game I bought in 2020. I didn't I didn't finish a book. I didn't start reading. I finished comic books, some mm-hmm. comic books, but I, I you know, I, I didn't complete anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't start like looking for things for my career. I didn't, I didn't do anything. Yeah, you just kind of were. And I, and I had the excuse in 2020 of being, being were that I was dealing with the pandemic and I was, I moved, I started a podcast. I, mm-hmm. did, I did these things. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 despite all that, I still did some things. But I, I felt like I did absolutely nothing. Like I, I got really depressed um, thinking about the time that I wasted in 2021. Yeah. So um, I determined that I probably should at least try and make some resolutions for 2022. Hmm. And I have about four pages of wow. things that I want to complete by the end of this year. A lot of them are super, super stupid simple. Is that um, what like sometimes you just kind of write in your, your journal? Yeah, when we when you first got back, I was still completing the list, mm. um, and there are things that I've added since then. Um, but I also have a way of at least keeping track of what I am. So one notebook has all of my resolutions that I want to complete in it, and then one notebook, another one has week by week what I've completed. Right. So if I finished a comic book, or if I made progress in a video game, or if I wa- started watching a series, watched a movie. Anything I write it down in the book. Mm-hmm. I tried new, two new recipes. I did this, and week by week, I want to continue to f- 
fill out the notebook yeah. and see how my years compare. Because I, I don't really have anything negative to say about 2021 because I didn't do anything. Right. You know, that is your negative like, thing. Like, is it just nothing? Like, happened. nothing happened. So I, I really don't have anything like super, like, like I didn't hate it. Nothing mm. bad happened, really. I mean, nothing horrible happened. But I, I, there was such an empty nothingness. It was, it was so, it was so heartbreaking to realize that. And I've, I have a good start right now, which is, you know, e- easier said than, like, easier than, you know, I don't know. It's the easiest thing to have a good start, I think. Right. Like, it's maintaining everything that's going to be hard for me, I think. You have that drive. <sighs> <laughs> that power. Um, so I'm hoping this will help me um, at least. And it has helped me start some things, definitely. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've applied for school again, um, and I'm going to finish my AA this year. Hopefully start Woo-woo. getting my bachelor's together by the end of this year, if not. If it doesn't happen out right, then I can do it beginning of next year, mm-hmm. um, and then go from there. I um, I've made some progress on some uh, video games that I've had for way too long that yep. should be finished, and like a lot of that, I should circle back and talk about my phone, TikTok being the number one app that's on my phone, and Twitter not far behind it, right. and then YouTube. I spend a lot of my time wasted on like rewatching things and like mindlessly scrolling so i've actually had um screen time limits on my phone for a long time i I normally just ignore them straight up as soon as they come up i just put them in a passcode and they just disappear um and i have started implementing a hard line on how much screen time i'm supposed to have especially if i if it's after work, like if I've, I've had a, like eight hours of work at a day and then I have six hours remaining, I can spend an hour on my phone and not feel horrible about mm-hmm. myself between like laying down in bed at night and like, you know, just not doing something constantly. Like there's going to be downtime where I can look at my phone. But if I have a day, a full day, I, there should not be an hour on my phone. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I should be doing other things. I should be cooking or learning things or, you know, reading right like today has been just kind of you know an open day yeah and even now like my time limit's already gone through on my phone like it's Mm. already gone like it's i i I cannot i I cannot look at my phone if i want to if i need to show you something or if i if i you know want to you know waste some time i'll go back to it but my first two weeks my first week uh back was down like 40 percent on screen time which is a significant amount but it was still way too much time on my phone in general Um, and then my second week was down like 26% from that week. So I'm getting there. Um, I have like, I think 45 minutes between three of the apps that I use most often. And then I have like two hours for YouTube because I really enjoy watching new videos on YouTube mm-hmm. that come out like from my, from my subscription, like Red and link have about 40 minutes of content. They release, they release five days a week. Yeah. I love watching cooking videos from Ragusea and binging with Babish and all this other stuff. And I like watching like playthroughs and, you know, stuff like that, video games, news and funny stuff. So I, I like, I, I enjoy doing that. And mm. I, you know, it's not like all of it's bad, but I need to limit it. Cause like, if I don't, then I'm just going to be right back where I started mm-hmm. eating, you know, the same crappy stuff, wasting my time doing the same crappy things. I need to grow. And I, I really hope that this year is some kind of growth for me. Yeah. So that's kind of the serious stuff. I mean, the kidney stone was serious too, but it was more comical. Right. Um, 
also a New Year's resolution that I have uh, kind of just, you know, in my long list is cutting out uh, Coke Zero specifically because I drink it so much. Right. Um, it has been in the house for two weeks. I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I've had some at work, but I, I haven't had a lot. It's been, you know, it's been, oh, you remember when you were in pain? You stupid idiot. <laughs> Maybe don't drink that. <laughs> um, so I've been pretty proud of myself for that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm on the right track right now. Hopefully I stay there. And, and hopefully I can listen to this podcast by the end of the year and be like, oh, I, I really did it. I'm yeah. so proud of myself. You know, yeah. I hope that's, hope that's what happens. That's also, I mean, I don't think this is, this certainly never crossed my mind when we like started this podcast but that is a nice thing about recording some conversations especially things like this is like mm -hmm. you actually have it to look back on and you can't misremember you could misremember but you have something there to tangible to give you what the actual thing you said was we whatever, recorded it whatever goal it was <laughs> like it's there yeah um so it's always good to have i mean myself quarantine kind of got me back into doing all my spanish stuff because, you know, I do know a decent bit of Spanish, but there's still obviously a, so much that I don't know. Um, so it got me back into that, and I want to stay on that as often as I can, hopefully every day. Because, like, the, the max... I, I do I do most of it with Duolingo, and there's, like, an XP system on there. And the max... Like, I, I have it set to the max... How am I trying to wear this? You can put it in the settings of like how much XP you want to get per day is like your goal. And the max that you can set is 50. And 50 is not a lot. Mm -hmm. Like if you did two lessons, you'd have done 50 XP. And two lessons being like 15 questions on the same subject. Like it's not a lot. So I do a lot more than that. Like when I sat in there for like 45 minutes the other day, I got that, that was like 1200. Wow. Like 50 is not a lot. Yeah. Um, so, but I at least want to hit that mark every day, even if it's just like, I've had a busy day, I'll do the two lessons before I go to bed or something. So I want to try and do that every day. Um, I mean, I always am trying, I, I always want to make sure I'm listening to new artists and not going back to the same stuff all the time. Obviously I'm going to go back to stuff I like when I feel like it, but I want to make sure I've always got new stuff going on books. Obviously I have this friend, she is crazy. Last year, she had had her goal of reading 52 books that year. And it was like the middle of November. We had some meeting and she, you know, there were like six weeks left and she was at like 42 or something or 41 instead of like 46 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Crazy. She reads so much. It's insane. Yeah, I have a goal to read three books this year. Three new books. I want one of them to be narrative, one of them to be philosophical, and one of them to be um, historical. Mm. Um, so, and I'm also, I'm also trying to find like, cause I, I have a lot of, uh, influence in my life trying to tell me like what to think. And I kind of want to land on what I think right about like <clears throat> philosophy, life in general. Like I, I want to, I want to figure it out. I want to, I want to nail down what I have. That's one of my goals this year is to nail down what I think about everything and not just take it from this person and regurgitate what they right. said. Like I want to, I want to take what they say. Oh, I like that, you know, and kind of build my own opinion yeah. on things because, um, you know, I think it's important to be able to stand your ground on what you believe in and kind of, uh, and more importantly, be able to think for yourself. I agree. Cause like when, when a, when a topic comes up, 
you've most likely heard someone's opinion about it. And maybe you kind of agreed with it and you're like, ah, for the sake of this conversation, this is my opinion. Yeah. And you end up sticking to it. But if you can think for yourself, even when a topic is brought up that you've had conversations about before, you can create a new thought. Yeah. And it maybe even a new opinion or at least a new take on your opinion, a new reason why your opinion is valid, mm. et cetera. So it's important to be able to think for yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I've been uh, egging at you about, like what I'm going to talk about. That's, right. I, that's basically it. I, I, I have um, a good two week start. I'm hoping to keep continuing that. And I hopefully I want to continue to grow this podcast too. I think mm. it's, I think it's, it's not stagnated, but it, it, it's, 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 uh, it could grow more, and I want to do more stuff with it. So yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that that's okay with you. Now. Now. Yeah. Now. Well, is that, oh, uh, is that it? Yeah, I mean, and aside, Daredevil is really good. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about Daredevil. <laughs> Holy crap. If, okay. If, if you have the mindset that obviously there have been the, those four Marvel shows this past year on Disney+, Plus, they were all good. And, you know, to some degree or another, they were all good to very good. Mm -hmm. But most people, myself included, have this, like, notion that the Marvel shows that happened before Luke Cage and, you know, Iron Iron Fist and all those other ones are bad. And for the most part, in my experience, they are. I've watched the beginning of most of those shows. They suck, in my opinion. Or they're just not captivating enough for me. But I never... I've never watched Daredevil before. And, and let's start with this. Okay, so we were at Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Mm. Uh, and I, it was my first time viewing it. You had viewed it before. And then we're bringing all our friends to view it. So um, I, I've been following the rumors for this yeah. movie a little bit Semi-spoilers, too. by the way. Oh, yeah. It's been three, we- four weeks, maybe a month. Over a month. So you, you should have seen it by now, if not. So yeah, spoilers. but if you haven't, semi-spoilers. Uh, I've been following theories for this movie for so, so long. And like I'd been anticipating this movie for so long, un, like I, unwarranted anticipation. Like I'd just been like, I know it's coming. Let's just get it over with. Like you know, mm-hmm. for so long. And so I pretty much knew that Matthew Murdoch, the character Daredevil, was going to be in this movie just because it'd been speculated so much, and it made sense. So when he shows up on screen, it's a brief two-minute cameo. Yeah, in like the it's not. Of the it's movie. not long. It's not a long cameo. He shows up. And everyone kind of claps and just woohoo, yeah! Like mm-hmm. it's a Marvel movie. And Jacob said next to me, he goes, "Who is that?" And I said, "Oh, that's Daredevil. Uh, he's a blind superhero." That's what Mom and Walter did when we first saw it the first time. He popped up, and like me and Aaron, because we had just watched the, the first episode only before we before. went before Christmas break happened. You just like turned on the first episode, and I was like, "Cool, we'll watch this." So we came on screen, and me and Aaron were like, "Oh, that's cool," because Aaron has seen the entire first season. Mm-hmm. And Walter and Mom leaned over like, "Who is that? It's Daredevil." And they said, "What?" And I said, "Shut up! I'm trying to watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> it's Daredevil. It's a different superhero TV show." Um. So, and and that was the reason why I turned on the show is because I pretty much knew he was going to be in this movie, and right. I had some kind of interest in him. A bunch of people talk about his story arcs in the comics, and a bunch of people talk about this show being good. And I'm like, it cannot be that good. But like, okay, we we've kind of like we haven't ended our Simpsons run, but like we we like throw it on during dinner. It's kind of yeah. getting old, you know. So like, we'll watch something new. Turn on Daredevil. First episode was pretty pretty good. Yeah, pretty I was good. like, hey, this show is so far kind of okay. I just assumed it was gonna suck after that. Yeah. So we when you came back for the fourth, right? When we started watching it. 
We didn't watch it after that. Before I guess first. you're right, because there there was a day we watched like four episodes in a row. So like yeah. we blew through the first season. So I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, I think I came out here a couple times, like with my mask on, to watch episodes. Bro, this the, show is so the good. first. We're like halfway through the second season right now, and it's also very good. But the first season of that show is one of the most well written seasons of a show of like any type that I've ever seen not only like just the story but the dialogue is the so dialogue, expertly that, written. yeah that's what i'm saying specifically is the way the dialogue is written is incredible i would highly recommend like if you are if you like marvel and you know that daredevil is in uh spider-man Spider and i don't i semi-spoilers for hawkeye as well but also kingpin shows up in hawkeye but here's like the, they've like like they've kind of recanonized what's happened in Daredevil. So like thing, if you're though, a Marvel person, watch Daredevil. Watch Daredevil. It is good regardless if you're like a Marvel person. It doesn't have like like there's those like superpowers in it. No, it's just, yeah, I mean it's just good writing. Even in general, it's good. But like if you care about what's technically canon in the MCU, if like That's true. if you're even farther past, you know, just liking good stuff, watch. It's Daredevil. a good show. It's, it's a really so good show. Good. Um and. Charlie Cox, he's the one that plays Matthew Murdoch, Daredevil. What a beautiful man. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. He is so good. He plays a blind man, and it's very hard to to do that convincingly, and he does. It's very, very good. Um, we're, yeah, we're halfway through the second season, and we have almost no complaints. No, yeah. Like, there have I been mean, very few episodes where I'm like, I could have enjoyed that more. Like, like. Every episode, especially in the first season, builds on the next one, and it starts yeah. really getting the uh, anticipation going. And like the first two episodes of season two, I was like, because we talked about it after like the first episode, first two of season two, we were like, okay, this is more the quality I kind of expected from Daredevil. Yeah, and then immediately it just got really good again. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's good. an incredible show. Again, I mean. We don't know how it ends. I mean, I know it got canceled after the third season, so I don't know if the story like truly resolves. I don't know how this, the rest of this season will go or how season three is, but from where we are now, we're halfway through the show in its entirety. Very, very good. Yes, would recommend. Um, with that, I think it's time to officially... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I also was under the impression that it was time to... <laughs> <laughs> We should wrap up, wrap up this. We should wrap up this episode. Another of my another of my resolutions is to make sure I speak better. Speak better. I think that's a good resolution. I think I just need to speak more slowly because mm. sometimes, like I know that when I say words at the speed that I do, I know that most of the time people understand what I'm saying. Most to all of the time, people understand what I'm saying. That's not an issue, but I can't stand it myself. Like. I'll hear it back in my head immediately, and I'll be like, I just said 19 words in a second and a half. Slow down a little bit. Mm. It's not like no one is dying to hear what I have to say at all I times. I need, I need to, to slow down a little bit. I, 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 I go a little too fast-paced with everything. Like, I eat way too fast. There's no reason for it. Like, I could slow down, but I just, like, my brain is, like, wants to be in optimal mode all the time. Like my brain is like, you've chewed this 63% of the way you're about to swallow, get another bite in there. And by the time it's in there, what you've chewed will be mostly swallowed. And there's, you'll have no downtime. Like yeah. my brain is always in like the mode of do things efficiently. I just need to slow down altogether. So it's good. That's good solution. I don't know how I got there just now, but that's another one of mine. And hopefully one that 
sticks a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> well, we should wrap it up. Uh, we'll see you guys hopefully by next week. Yeah, I think we're going to post this right now on this Monday that we're recording it. And then hopefully we'll have another one coming up this Sunday yes. on the 23rd. Yes. So uh, We'll see you guys then. Much love. Bye-bye. <laughs>